These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm -hmm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. People just want to know that they're, they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to Open Journal. I hope you're well out there. I hope things are good for you this week. I'm delighted to say we're joined by another new guest today. Adam will be joining us. And our conversation involved hearing a little bit about Adam's lived experience with trauma, depression and stress, but also some of his amazing achievements around music, the arts, uh, some physical challenges as well. We touch on some of his experience climbing mountains and running marathons but very much focusing on his experience with music and his recent 11th 11th I can't even say it 11th album and potentially a 12th one coming in the future as well so there's lots of opportunities to go and check out some of Adam's music after listening to this episode as always a huge thank you to all of you for listening in uh, to the podcast I hope you are enjoying our continued conversations here if you have enjoyed them enough, please do feel free to leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help other people discover our conversations and the podcast. And if you are interested in sharing your own lived experience and insights, please feel free to have a look on the website or contact me through openjournalbc.com. And maybe you can be a future guest to come on and share your experience as well. Thank you so much to everyone that continues to listen and subscribe to the podcast and just be part of our conversations. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy this fortnight's episode and my conversation with Adam. Once again, a huge thank you to Adam for coming on and sharing his experiences. Here's our conversation. Adam, it's lovely to to sit down and have the chance to to chat with you. Just very briefly, like how is how's your day going so far before we get into everything else? How's today for you? Oh, my day is kind of up and down. Um a lot of down at the moment because uh I get I get kind of um um abdominal cramps towards the evening, um, which is a side effect of the the stress I'm at. I put myself under. Apparently, this is what the doctor told me. Um, no, you, you've just got abdominal cramps. It's it's um it's because you're under unnecessary. You put yourself under far too much pressure and stress, and that way, when you sleep, your 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 stomach um, cramps, and um, and then it'll make it feel so sore later the next every 
like late and every day. But other than that, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Oh, that's I'm good. good. No, thank you for sharing that. I think it's always nice just to hear a little bit of like how someone is in their day, like before we start our conversation as people obviously listening in and don't always know about the like the different guests that are coming on or what their lives are like so no, just to like hear like life, how your day is uh, aside from the the stress that I'm more than used to like I'm I'm, I'm trying to manage my life um and uh, trying to move forward and I'm um, trying to be positive and yeah stuff awesome. like that yeah so uh, obviously, I know a little bit about um, some of the things you've done, and it sounds like you're you're getting involved in lots of different activities now. Um, but obviously, for people that uh, haven't heard some of these stories, maybe just to hear a little bit about what are the things that are going on for you at the moment, kind of before we go into your journey and some of your previous experiences, like what's going on for you at the moment? What are the kind of the the, the activities that you're involved with at the moment? Well, I, I've just finished um, the PR campaign for my last album, which is um, uh, sweeter, called Sweeter Than Honey, and it's available everywhere, Spotify and everything, um, just for the listeners, so check it out. Um, but I'm like, I, I, thought, I thought while I was doing it, yeah, I think this might be my last album. And then, you know, about, I uh, thought, oh, that's such a relief after the PR campaign had finished. And I thought, yeah, yeah, that might might be it, might call it a day now. And then a couple of weeks later, I just thought, man, I'm bored. I better start, <laughs> better start on a new album. So yeah, that's what I'm in the process of um, uh, doing at the moment. Oh, yeah, amazing. so then ho hopefully that'll be for um, next year if it gets done, which oh. I hope it will. But yeah, um, so that's what I'm doing at the moment. And that's why, hence, I um, I get abdominal cramps as a result of stress because I just can't relax. <laughs> I just like, you know, had two weeks of thinking, right, that's it. I'm really happy with this. Then I just thought, man, I'm bored. Which was, oh, better do another album, I suppose. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Straight on to the next project almost yeah. there, really. Yeah. So this is your 11th album, I think you said there. No, no, the last one was the 11th The 11th. One. Um, Sweeter Than Honey was the 11th one. And um, this next one, yeah, the 12th. Wow. If and when it gets done, yeah, oh, it'll wow. be 12 yeah but That's... i mean it's it's just it's just great because um like i put myself under a lot of pressure and and stress and stuff that's just the way i am um but um you know i do, do it about everything it's mm. just something i have to get used to and deal with but i mean um i I've done so many, I've done like so many albums and I, I had this um, PTSD, which was undiagnosed for so long um, from my, um, my oh, various things, car crash and stuff like that. And, um, and then like a few years ago, um, yeah, it just, it, it was, uh, you know, partly I, that I was seeing, um, uh, 
a guy, a, a doctor, and um, he wanted to, he was, a, he was, he's an expert, a world expert. He kind of um, made me do eye movement repetition therapy and tried to unlock unlock what it was and um because he he thought I'd been suffering for years and that kind of and it so that was the one thing and but if it wasn't for um a very very sweet person um yeah then um you know I'm not sure how um receptive I would have been uh to it and I think it might have been um might have done more harm than good but anyway so that is why, um, yeah, that, well, long story short, uh, well, not really long story short, <laughs> I always say that, but, but the, the last album, the Sweeter Than Honey in the name, that's about her. Oh, amazing. I think, yeah, the, uh, yeah I, I am definitely one for telling stories I mean, that spiral it, up in different ways there, so yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the Sweeter Than Honey, that's a reference to her. Oh, amazing. I think it's really interesting hearing, obviously, that overlaps. You mentioned some of your um, trauma and lived experience that has happened in the past as well. How that kind of ties in with music and performing for you? Yes. Um, what? How, how um, my past experience? Yeah, like, is there an overlap? Did, did, were you doing music before? Well, well, is it something no, recent? Um, before before my car crash you know and before that was really where I, I had a lot more trauma after my car crash from various things like anorexia and you know really it's still ongoing depression I, I suffer with um you know and I, I'm just like trying to manage it as as best I, as best as I can and I'm and it, yeah I'm on um medication that only does does so much but you know so it's it's an ongoing process that I have to stay on top of it but um um before my car crash I I didn't have time for like anything other than work and sport and stuff and then after my car crash I was you know I just couldn't um couldn't you know just it was like heartbreaking when I realized I couldn't um do sport to the same level as I as I used to do it and you know and I was kind of at a loose end for um a while and then you know I just got persuaded to give acting a go and yeah I, I liked it and I thought yeah and GCSE's coming up yeah and I can do acting and everyone said yeah how good I was so yeah and I can do act I can do acting and I went after work and there's a GCSE for me um and yeah so anyway that's um kind of how I got into acting and then I, I got in at um the Brit school um but I didn't go and I never forgave myself for that I, I was you know I just oh don't really want to travel that far every day yeah. <laughs> which is which is not very not very impressive at all so I didn't go and I went to um Richmond College but then I got in a East 15 acting school and um um 
Yeah, and I, I didn't want to go there, but I, I just made myself because I hadn't gone to the Brit school. Mm. Yeah, and that that didn't really go well at all. Um, it's what all of the, well, a lot of the people who knew me and who taught me, they, they were saying, um, I don't know whether they were saying it to my parents. Or, I don't think they were saying it to me, um, but... Uh, yeah, I'm sure, sure one of them mentioned it. Oh, I, I can't remember, but, you know, it just definitely was not the right thing for me. It was far too kind of regimental and mm. and strict and unforgiving and all of this stuff. Um, but anyway, um, and I, I, up till then, I'd been using acting um, mm. in the same acting to, like... Um, fill the, the void that um, being unable to play competitive sport, I, I've been using acting to um, fill that void. And, and it, you know, um, just kind of helped me express myself and let emotion out. But, mm. but I was also starting to think, um, by then I was getting quite bad depression as well um when i was at when i was um at acting school and when it was decided on mutual grounds that yeah I, i'll leave um yeah so um i uh um i was also beginning to like i, I didn't like the methods they used to teach at acting school um, acting schools are far, far, far kind of more brutal um, than, you know, universities or, um, they're, they're, yeah, they're not, not nice, <laughs> not nice places if you're, um, if you, uh, you know, speak your mind and um, you won't, you know, you want to do things your way, then it's not a good place. But, um and aside from um, being really depressed and disliking their methods, that they their teaching methods, um, I was also starting to think, hang on, look, why am I being someone else's character and um, you know being directed by someone else in a way that you know I I I want to I've got my own feelings I want to mm. let out. And um, I'm not doing it like this. If I'm being someone else's character and I'm acting it in the way that someone else, the director, is telling me to. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd always been interested in music, um, well, since, since my mid-teens or whatever, when I first heard the Beach Boys, and that's really what made me fall in love with music. Um, and um, yeah, and I, I never, I never actually thought of thought I could get anywhere with music. I, I didn't think, you know, I never learned an instrument, and I, I didn't think I could um, write write songs, and I didn't know I could sing. Um, but um, yeah, and anyway, then it was just kind of things kind of happened, and like I. I'd left acting school and I had a got a part-time job um, 
at a, at a, at a bar and one of the other people uh, I worked with um, was uh, a musician and a guitar teacher and a few other instruments he taught. And yeah, I, I just thought, yeah, why not? Um, and he was saying, yeah, you know, do it, do it, learn the guitar, I'll, I'll teach you, I'll give you good prices. And, well, and I just thought, yeah, why not? And unfortunately, I wasn't as good as I, I wanted, as I'd hoped. Um, I would be, but uh, but then I, I just started um, writing writing down my feelings and um, stuff and um, yeah he well no I didn't I, I used to ramble a lot <laughs> a lot a lot of rubbish <laughs> at work and he just um, said you know you should write all this down and put in put in a song and I was like no nah, no nah, this isn't kind of song. And, and then um, I had a load of feelings and emotions that I was struggling to deal with. And I just scribbled them down and, um, and I, yeah, I tried to write a song. And anyway, I showed it to him and he, I think he was, um, I, I don't think he thought I could um, I'd be able to do it. And it needed a bit of tweaking, but he's, and this isn't bad, Adam. Look, what we'll do is just put this here and this here, and this will be the chorus, and it'll, yeah, yeah, and there you go. You've written your first song. Well done. And yeah, it just kind of, just kind of um, started there, really. And, um, you know, and that I just found it was, you know, it's probably the, the only thing the only industry harder and more brutal than the acting industry um being a like a, a singer songwriter musician but uh, um it's so much better for um like addressing a point that you want to let the world know and you know getting it out there in your own way rather than like you know like i said being someone else's character and doing it in a way that you might not necessarily agree with so yeah that that's why i got into it amazing and, thank yeah. you thank you for sharing all of that it's really interesting to hear kind of your journey and how it's kind of fed in through your your lived experience and into creative industries like you talked about acting at the beginning and, and then into to music I think it's really interesting to hear that there have been other musicians on recent episodes and they've had very different experiences and very different journeys with music so it's really nice to hear those uh, like different introductions to music and kind of how it supported you moving forward as well um I also know you're you're doing some other um activities and challenges that are physical challenges oh. as well like how has how has that come about and how have you been oh, able to well, kind of get in yeah. with that? um i i'm not really doing them at the moment i mean i'm still doing a lot of um a lot of fitness work i'm very fit um and a lot of exercise mm. but um yeah how did they come about well i i did the marathon because my dad had done the marathon <laughs> um and that was that was kind of why and also and yeah, I, I, I used to like climbing mountains. I mean, I'd love to get back into it again because um, I really hated the marathon. Um, <laughs> but I love climbing mountains. But um, 
yeah, it's just like a catalogue of kind of um, catalogue of kind of disorders that I seem to like OCD and um, panic attacks and anxiety issues. I it seem to have built it up and like yeah, just up to a up to a point. I used to love going abroad, going on expeditions up mountains. And then I just suddenly, I can't do this. Or I can't do this anymore. And so I, I don't want to um, do another mountain um, till I feel like, yeah, I'll enjoy it this time. And mm. all of those issues are non-existent now. Um, but I would like to do it again. I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not too sure um, whether when it'll be or if it'll if it'll happen but i i would um love to yeah feel better um well enough again so that i i can do it and i can enjoy it it's really nice to um have breaks with activities as well and change it around like the the examples you've got are very different examples aren't they when you're talking about climbing a mountain um doing a marathon but also then like the music side they're all very different things and I imagine it's quite hard to kind of keep up with doing lots of different things at the same time as kind of managing your own well-being as well so kind of keeping it a bit more kind of well I, I don't time. know really I mean I like I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with exercise so that kind of sorts that one out I mean even if I can't cope with anything I just think oh shit better better do some exercise oh sorry about saying that no 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 that's fine better do some exercise um yeah so um and then the thing about writing and singing and and record and composing music and all that stuff it's like you can't do it all of the time you can only do it when you when you're in the mood when it feels when you've got the the feelings and the, um, you know, um, feelings and um, emotion inside you that, that makes you want to do it. You can't do it right Monday afternoon. Uh, uh, this is songwriting time. It doesn't work like that, you know. It, it just, yeah. So anyway, that maybe maybe that kind of answers your well um, explains it. <laughs> Uh, it does it does I think having that insight to like the motivation as well is really interesting and how that kind of keeps you going and I think you must I'm making this up like you must have to have that when you you talked about 11 and 12 albums like that's a lot of work that goes into producing music and sharing that and it must take quite a long time to keep getting motivated to produce the next album. yeah I've got 11 uh the moment and the next one fingers crossed will be 12 um but yeah i i don't know it's kind of um it's a lot of motivation and like what i was saying about the last one i i thought yeah this will be the last one and i've enjoyed it and i'm you know i'm loving writing again i just want to just want to relax i just want to you know um, it's a happy album. It's a good album. It's the, you know, um, I, I just want to release this and then just 
be happy and just relax and yeah and then a couple of weeks later oh god what should I do oh, I don't know I better do another album so it's kind of like I keep pushing myself but um so ideally I would like to just you know I don't know ride a horse off into the sunset and you know you wouldn't hear from me again and there'd be no problems and I'd be fine and yeah but um till that happens I'll keep pushing myself and churning out more more things whatever they may be albums or or whatever yeah so so amazing um you talked a little bit about kind of your your experience with different life events and kind of your depression and how that's fed into worries um I'm wondering are there like certain tools or resources or things that have helped you kind of manage your well-being over time that you could share with people I mean the most useful tool for me is um and it's not really professional, professional kind of um, like psychotherapy or, I mean, or, or you know, psychiatrists or, or whatever it is. I mean, that all helps. But for me, the most valuable thing is um, just finding someone or people or whatever that, you know, as, as friends and whatever, just on that kind of level, on a more social level, and um, just realising you you can open up to them. And that's what I've found most curative of all. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's also something that uh, uh, hopefully most people feel that they can engage with in terms of finding someone that they're happy and safe to talk to, whether that's a friend, a family member, a colleague, whoever. Um, I think it really feels like that's something that uh, hopefully we're encouraging more and more people to do now is to have those conversations and we're seeing mental health and well-being and um, different lived experiences spoken about a lot more, whether it's podcasts like this, whether it's in the media, whether it's with friends. Do you feel like that's something that's changing and improving at the moment? Uh, Sorry, I'm getting getting really tired now um <laughs> can you repeat the question you just kind of turned off <laughs> that's okay um i was saying i think it's really good you mentioned like people speaking and having conversations with friends and family um do you think that's something that kind of more people can engage with now or is it are there still difficulties around people speaking well i mean for me i i just didn't i just kept everything bottled up for so long um, till a few years ago when I, um, I trusted someone enough to o- open up and, um, and that, that was just, cor- um, that was, um, corresponding, is that the word? Mm. That was happening at the same time as my, um, PTSD was being kind of unlocked mm. through the, um, eye movement repetition therapy and that's why like I don't know if if I'd have just had one and not the other mm. I don't know if it, if it would have worked um, but yeah um, because before I used to have loads of um, 
like a really close network of friends and stuff. This was um, way back. And um, that was, that probably just kept my, this is what the doctor said, that will have kept your OCD kind of, you know, manageable and mm. below the surface. I don't even know, it, it, I, I'm not even sure if you knew and I didn't uh, yeah you know they we all, we kind of grew apart as as people do and I I was just kind of um you know lost and just kind of and that's when I started closeting everything and keeping everything inside and um the PTSD really started to become um yeah not very nice to deal with especially as I, I didn't know why stuff was harder to deal with um and then uh yeah so I, ca I can't stress the import I mean the importance of being able to trust this trust this girl and um you know she let me know mm. that it was fine I could it was fine. She she was it. She she wanted to help me, and yeah, that was that was just really really valuable. So yeah, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Really really nice to hear kind of your experience in that setting as well. Um, just as we kind of round off, it'd be really interesting if people want to find out a bit more about some of the things that you're doing, Adam, or you mentioned the music, like where can they go to find some of your music well, and yeah, find out about you? Just, well, like I said, um, all the albums are on more, more online stores than I know about Spotify, <laughs> uh, you know, more than I know about, yeah, Apple Music, well, yeah, more than I know about, so uh, for the third time just to drum at home um so yeah um and i've got a, a few videos i did an interview on um sky news uh, a few years ago that's on uh my youtube channel so it's a music video um so yeah that's where you can uh, check them all out and that, my name is um i'm sure it'll be um mentioned but it's adam lancely that's l-a-n-c-e-l-e-y because so many people misspell it <laughs> <laughs> i always think my thing um it's like with last names as well is sometimes you have like last name middle names double barrels and yeah. there's lots of variations now with last name as well isn't there you're never too yeah. sure so good to good to share that and i think i'll make sure that there are um links as well to some of the things you've mentioned so somewhere where someone can click through for the music and also through to your youtube channel yeah as well. just make it make it a total make it um totally unnecessary for me to spell out my name but <laughs> no. yeah yeah it will it will but but it's cool um, that's good because so there's there's a a real gap i think sometimes between what people take in when they're listening and what people go through and read so i said in yeah. the past like if you're um when i ask like oh what's your website or where can people go to find this stuff like i'll put a link in but if it's if it's a nice and simple one to remember well, people will just remember you. it and well, go away yeah well thank you for making me feel a little less silly about <laughs> going and spelling out my name <laughs> no it's good thank you um 
it's been really nice to sit down and, and chat to you adam thank you so much for sharing uh everything that's gone on with you and some of the amazing things you're doing and also kind of giving us an insight into your music and lots of different activities as well it's been really amazing to speak to you yeah yeah and, and you too These are real people, they do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves, I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. People just want to know that they're, they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.